The following podcast is scheduled for one fall. Hailing from the Pro Wrestling Tees headquarters in Chicago, Illinois, he is your host of the PWT cast, Bang Bang, what is up you guys? Welcome to episode 157 of the PWT cast. My name is Scrump and this is the official podcast of Pro Wrestling Tees. We bring you this podcast right here on this very free feed for free every Monday. If you already aren't, make sure you're following us over on social media. We're at PWTCast on Instagram and Twitter, as well as uh, Patreon.com forward slash PWTCast. Uh, this last week, we dropped uh, Dante's Peak, uh, a, a fun disaster movie. When you know, you listen to listen to myself and Joshua Davis talk about the movie that got Pierce Brosnan 007. Um, and then this week, I. I I believe I'm going to be dropping Tremors 7. I, I need to double check with Matt Nix. He had some family stuff going on, so we didn't get to record. Um, but that should be going up. As well as uh, I, w- I will be dropping a, a preview of the the Halloween schedule. Um, I haven't told him yet, but Wes Allen is going to be doing Texas Chainsaw Massacre with me. One of them. I'll let him choose which one. I know how fond he was of the 20, uh, 20 one twenty, yeah, the twenty twenty two one. So maybe we'll do that one. Yeah. Um, but as well as yeah, I'll, I'll be dropping that, and myself and Vivian are going to be getting together to record uh, Scrum's Detective Agency. We're going to be talking about the the Golden State Killer, I believe. What was the name of this guy? Which pretty fucked up from from the stuff that i was listening to pretty fucked up um you already know my feelings on police officers so it's safe to say you know where i stand on this uh but again you can head over to uh, patreon.com forward slash pwtcast for that uh this week i'm joined by a very special guest again uh anytime uh i tell this gentleman and uh you know his 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 podcast compatriots anytime they need to put the bat signal out there uh for me to come and and, and draft anything I'm there. I'm always fucking willing to come in. And thankfully, this man's reciprocated a favor as the second time I've I've thrown the bat signal up and uh, he's come in and joined me. He's, of course, one of the hosts of the Draft Pod over at the Jabroni U Network. I'm talking, of course, uh, about the wonderful, the lovely Drew Kissler. Drew, my man, how are you doing? Good, man. You know, it's my birthday, so I figured I'd come over. <laughs> it's your birthday again? <laughs> Yeah, it's gonna. Every time I come on, I'm gonna <laughs> say it's my, my birthday. <laughs> I mean, eventually, it's gonna be a man of mystery. Nobody's gonna know actually know when my birthday is. <laughs> yeah, someone's gonna be like, "Man, this this guy has a lot of birthdays, huh?" <laughs> Hell yeah, man! Oh, geez. Um, yeah, no. Again, uh, always great to have you on, and um, I was very happy that you were able to join me for this because, uh, you, you know, like I mean, last week uh, I had Trevor Outlaw on the show, and um, it was one of those. It, first off, uh, I was fucking dying of a cough. I still have somewhat of a cough. I don't know what it is that I have, ladies and gentlemen. Um, it's <laughs> it's still there. It's a little bit there. Um, well, let's dispel. You have taken tests, though, right? I have. I've taken three COVID three COVID. oh sorry okay. my audio is going out three COVID tests and they all came back negative um and, and that's the thing too is like i don't one i don't believe in COVID. no i'm kidding uh <laughs> <laughs> no i haven't really had any COVID symptoms like i, I had COVID once and mm-hmm. um i had you know i had the symptoms but with this it's just been this like lingering cough and i made the yeah. mistake of going to webmd and everything yeah. it's all just like you have cancer it's everything you have <laughs> you oh, have everything <laughs> yeah it's everything it's like it could be this it could be that and i'm like maybe i do have tuberculosis or maybe i do have lung cancer <laughs> i don't fucking know um <clears throat> yeah i meant to go to the doctor and then i slept through my 
uh, doctor's appointment. So um, sometime this week I will be going, but uh, if you hear a little cough. I'll I'll, I'll keep you in my prayers, man. Prayers? (laughs) Uh, No, but honestly, though, that did not stop me from uh, going out. Like, I know I want to talk about, because I I saw via your story that you went out and and did some stuff this week. Uh, I did. But me myself again i'm I'm typically somewhat of a, a recluse i don't know if i say recluse kind of a hermit yeah. i can be a hermit at times and yeah. with this week in particular though I, I i got out of my shell a bit um it was uh i went out twice twice two nights Ooh. back to back drew uh thursday was a uh, friend of the show juan ramirez's birthday and uh yeah he's been on the show several times i've, I've had him on the mm-hmm. patreon to talk about mostly kevin smith movies star wars movies as well um but he it was his birthday you know he was uh the uh, the bright young age of 25 and i was just like, oh man oh man you remember turning 25 oh oh let me think about this what year I just turned 39 today. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> so let's see, this would have been 14 years ago. Holy shit. 2008. Okay. I kind of remember that. Um, boy, I think I was, no, I was done playing music by that point. Yeah. I was already, that was already like me becoming the recluse that you are. <laughs> yeah, I don't really so, remember what I would have. You know, 25. Actually, 25 would have... I'm not sure. Honestly, I don't know. I I think it would have been around like... uh, No, it would have been a little bit before All In, I think. Um, Regardless, he turned 25... And it was one of those things where they were, he was like, oh, yeah, you're going to come out to the bar, which, uh, you know, he, he if, if you live in Chicago, he frequents this bar called the Simone's, Simone's, which is like it's a pretty popular bar. And it's like okay. I've been seeing a lot of TikTok videos that's clearly like uh, people that aren't from Chicago where it's like local Chicago places you might not have heard of. And every single one of them ever are places that like everyone knows everybody everybody knows yeah like it was one of those like that bar came up it was like simone's i was like simone's i was like juan is there every fucking week i was like honestly he's probably in that video that you guys fucking posted um but we went there was he pro- i, I want to go back and look i'm like and even then i'm like if he's not in the actual video i'm like he had to have been here then yeah um, <laughs> but you know i so we went there we went out to the bar and it was just, you know, a bunch of friends, a bunch of coworkers and stuff like that. And then afterwards, we went out mm-hmm. to, like, to some other bar as well. Um, I, of course, like most normal people, spent uh, a good majority of it waiting for uh, – uh, there's a, a T-shirt company by the name of Rucking Fountain that was uh, dropping mm-hmm. some Quentin Tarantino shirts. So, of course, there I am in a bar. Everyone's drinking and dancing. Uh, and I'm yeah. off in the little corner waiting. I'm I'm trying to figure out the sizing chart of a Carhartt uh, hoodie so I can buy myself a hateful eight, uh, you know, oh. hoodie and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but it was pretty fun. You know, I, it was one of those things where, you know, I, like as much as I joke, like, you just turned 39. I just turned 29. Um, yeah. You know, so I, I feel like we're both sort of like preparing ourselves, you know, for, uh, you know, <laughs> the for, next chapter for the next chapter and stuff like that. And um, like there is. Yeah, a- I'm, I'd, uh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say it's kind of funny for me because like I was just I was actually I just because I was just talking to my mom and uh uh i gave her a call today and she was telling me like or you know we're talking about she's like oh my god yeah you know being 39 now and i was like i can't believe next year you're gonna be 40 and i was like yeah 
I said, I, a, a birthday has never hit me like this one has. Like, I've just... Like I've never done more reflect. I really feel like I'm like midlife crisis mode right now. Like I got to do all the things. <laughs> I mean, so who knows? Maybe I'll be out in uh in some own soon too. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, there's definitely been some of that for me too because it was. Um, local hotspots, Simone. Yeah, local hotspot. What? Funny enough, I'll, I'll get into that story later. It's uh actually no, I'll get into it now because at what point okay. I bring it up. It was it's it's across the street from an apartment where uh, a buddy of mine, um, Anthony, he lives. And uh that apartment is like it, it's clearly the same developer built that exact same condo in different places because uh it's on the south side of Chicago. Mm. And if there's one thing I love, uh it's uh, the south side Chicago women. So uh there's two separate women's apartments that I've been to that are also on like the top floor unit that is the exact same unit that my buddy lives in. So like the first time I went to his house, I was sort of just like, huh? I was like, why do I know the exact fucking layout of your apartment? This is my first time being here. And I'm like, and I can, I, I know that the, the, that's the bathroom. There's a washing machine in that closet. Like all the, it was just one of those things yeah. where I was just like, Oh man, like this, this developer just fucking hit copy and paste for all these places. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, no, I'm, I'm kind of the same way. Like how you mentioned sort of like reflecting. Cause like, I mean, again, uh, you know, next year I'll be 30. Um, and it, it's sort of, so I'm still friends with a lot of people that I grew up with, you know, like I, yeah. Um, like when I was at the bar, I was, I was like with my cousin who I graduated kindergarten, eighth grade and high school with her. And now I work with her, you know? So it's just one of those things where it's like, we've grown up and, uh, it like a, a friend of mine, another friend of mine, her and I are planning to go out, fly out to LA to visit one of our buddies who lives out there. And it's just one of those things where like, you know, we'll sit around and just talk bullshit and, and, and talk story like, oh, remember when this happened when we did this and stuff like that? And I'm like, yeah, that was like 14 years ago, you know? So it's it's sort of, <laughs> but you know, but it is sort of just fun seeing like, oh, shit, like where we were then. It's just, just, just sort of just now. And on top of like, um, you know, 29, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, uh, not do a complete 180, but just sort of do the things that I'm like, I probably should have been doing, you know, I sort of, uh, I sort of wasted my summer. Uh, I mean, not wasted my summer. I was, you know, talking, uh, fuck, what did, I, I was, I was getting better, you know? Um, yeah. And the way I, the way I've been trying to describe it to you're rebuilding, rebuilding. Yeah. The way I've been, <laughs> yeah. just, I've always, so I'm always trying to describe, um, where I'm at in life, usually based on whatever TV shows I just finished that have affected me the most. Mm-hmm. Um, in this okay. instance, Better Call Saul. Uh, and, uh, yeah. like, with the thing is with my therapist, like, we have a lot of the same, like, we even comment, like, man, like, he would be great on the draft pod. That's how fucking you know, fun <laughs> it is for him to talk. <laughs> um, but well, I'll, I'll get his information. We won't say who, we won't say his profession. We'll just be like, this is our friend. Doug. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh man, that would be awesome. Uh, but like, I'm always trying to talk better call Saul to him and he's, all, uh, and he's just like, ah, I haven't started it yet. But, uh, after this week's session, he, he told me he, he and his wife have started the first two episodes. So I, I successfully bullied right. them, um, into starting. Had he, had, had he seen breaking bad? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. He's seen good, breaking then. bad. Um, 
and I, and it was one of those things where I was with like what I hear a lot of people say where they're just like, oh, well, I wanted to watch it, but you know the first season is kind of slow. Um, you again, totally yeah. valid. Um, but I know you yourself just finished actually going through the series, right? Yeah, yeah, and I, that's that's funny because I was just asking somebody I work with that like, would you like? I was like, did you ever watch that? And he's like, no. He's like, it just kind of got a lot of the same thing and i was like man i remember like watching season one and just being like so fucking in love with like vince gill like like, he's such a good fucking writer and like i was just like sucked in right away and this is one where it was like like even though as different as it was i really fucking loved it so i mean to me it's like of all the characters from that show who i thought would get Mm -hmm. would be best for a spinoff i thought mm-hmm. um gene carlos Basito. you know i was like i was like you oh yeah i was like you do an origin story on gus um which is sort of winds up being you know yeah like they're, like they're, <laughs> yeah it sort of does wind up being um and it's again to me it's fuck it, it's such a beautiful fucking story i yeah, yeah. um when I did like the better call saw review with Kate from Montreal, you know, there, there was the one line I had where I was like, uh, um, I was like, Peter Gould could write Romeo and Juliet any, you know, any time of day, but, uh, William Shakespeare could never write the love story of, uh, Jimmy McGill and Kim Wexler, oh, you know, that's, that's, that's good. Yeah. yeah. It, again, it's just such a fucking awesome story. Like I'm, yeah. I'm constantly that and the leftovers are like the two shows that I'm always telling, like trying to get, like yeah. friends and strangers to watch. I'm like, you gotta fucking, you gotta watch it. You gotta watch it. Yeah. Um, but specifically, like I was trying to explain to him where I was like, uh, you know, I was like, I was like, some shit went down. Uh, and I, and I told him, I was like, I was like, I feel like I was like, without being too up in my own ass, I was like that. I was like, it, I was like, it's, I'm, I'm do, I'm transitioning from Jimmy McGill to Saul Goodman. You know, yeah. and if you've seen the show, you understand what I mean in that, where it's just yeah. like, you know, it's that that is where I feel I am you at. Start right working for the cartel. Exactly. And, uh... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, very, very much in that way. But uh, fuck, well, how do we even get here from there? Um, I don't know. Simone's. We were at Simone's. Simone's. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. And um, again, just that. And, and again, and. There is a, a, a this like common misconception of because I don't drink, like I don't like to go out and stuff like that. But I'm like, no, I very much enjoy being out with friends and stuff like that. Like, um, yeah, dude, even w- like way back when when I didn't drink, like I would l- I love going to parties though. It was the best fucking thing because for one, it's kind of like like uh, being that like barometer of like seeing like okay they're about like two drinks away like you start to like read your friends mm-hmm. and then like well for me it was always fun because i was famously uh wes allen's handler so i always had to like reel him back and like all right we got to get out of here uh wes was a wes was a fun guy before he met ashley let me just say that i mean he's still fun i just mean he was a complete train wreck i should say <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to say like i actually sucked the fun out of him that's not the case at all oh that sounds so hot you sucking the fun out of him uh, <laughs> well she probably does suck the fun out of him i do i do know they enjoy a party but yeah like there's so many times like i remember what what's i he was I forget what he had said, and I think it was like his ex or something like that. But I was just like, I had to fucking grab him by the back of his shirt, like, nope, not going over there. 
and, and uh, you know, I was sort of that way as well. Like, um, well, like one Juan is a fucking animal, and the man mm. can drink. Like the whole week that we were in Vegas for uh, mm. Double or Nothing weekend, I think the only times I saw him sober were was like the hour when we the hour in between when he showed up and then we went out like to the bars and stuff that was i think probably the only time i saw him sober because the rest of the fucking weekend if you little match (laughs) close enough to him you know he would have just combusted (laughs) but like you know at at this i was first off was one of those things where like he um he tried paying for drinks you know which is like no Mm -hmm. like immediately people like shut that shit down um and like at one point he was like trying to buy shots for everyone and i was just like i i i smacked the card out of his hand and like forcing the lady to take mine and like it got to a point where i was like you know what i'm just taking his wallet i was like i'm not letting him pay for anything you know because it's like it's his birthday it's so he's like you shouldn't have to pay for your own drinks and stuff like that um but it was fun you know it was fun being out with everyone and and sort of like uh one it was like on a thursday night so as much as i i I wanted to uh what do you call it um stay out a little bit later Oh. <laughs> yeah, I had to be responsible because I was just like, oh man, I'm like I know I'm yeah. already like I know my nightly routine and I still have to go home and watch some television and uh you know, Game of Thrones episodes are yeah. fucking hour long, so I'm like, well, I can get home at 2 in the morning like everyone else and then not go to bed till 4 because I just I know how I am. But no, I was sort of yeah. responsible and then Friday was uh Freelance Friday. It, I, th- mm-hmm. I don't think I've been to a freelance show since before the pandemic, you know? And, of course, uh, yeah. Freelance Wrestling, uh, a sponsor of the show, you know, the Chicago's premier independent wrestling promotion. They don't say it. I do. Um, but they, uh, you know, there was a lot of friends that were going to be on that show. Of course, it was, you know, you heard, if you guys heard the last week's episode with Trevor, you know, it, it was it was his show, which, like, I kept telling mm-hmm. him, and I he just keep talking about it, like, I'm so fucking proud of the dude because again, he is, you know, our, our friendship stems on one, him like being the very first person to be like, Hey, you're scrump from the PWT cast, you know, but seeing how far he's come as like this train, you know, just a a kid that wanted to wrestle to, even when he was injured, when he was out with a fucking torn ACL, like he was still doing everything that he could to just keep his name out there, stay relevant. And like, again, just, pretty fucking proud of the guy and um you know he, he was clear to come back it was one of those things where he came out and he was like in all fucking uh he was his jean jacket and jeans where i was like in a water bottle i was like huh this is very reminiscent of triple h when he he came back at like <laughs> madison square garden and um yeah well first off it was just fun being there fun being at the show because again these were like yeah. monthly shows that i would go to all the time and um i you know i I what uh, I w- I was I I'd had been able to go to like to la- to the last like few, but like work got in the way, you know. And this yeah. was one of those things where it's like we weren't busy, so I was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna go." Um, and I went and I wound up being there with a uh, Chris Wong, a uh, friend of the show. Um, Jacob Taus was there along with his wife. One of my buddies, ba- um, Shabazz, he was there. Um, but you know, myself and Wong, we were just sort of hanging out in the crowd. I think for the ne- for next month's show, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna see, I'm gonna try and buy out the front row. I don't know. I'm gonna see. Well, oh, and, and you'll hear why. But it was, uh, you know, again, just a bunch of friends I hadn't seen in a while. 
I was also introduced though to my new favorite independent wrestler. Um, okay, I'm talking about the bounty hunter uh, Brian Keith. Are you familiar with him at all? No, mm. I do. It sounds like I need to learn though. Well, so I myself again, I was not. I, I heard of the name. I'd never seen him wrestle. Um, this guy is a fucking badass. Uh, you know, people love their their cowboy gimmicks in as much as you know Hangman Page. Uh, he also, you know, he, he's a bounty hunter, so he comes out sort of in like cowboy gear, but, uh, he came out to Still Tippin' by Mike Jones featuring Slim Thug and Paul Wall. So immediately, favorite fucking wrestler because, um... <laughs> But you know, yeah. it, you guys meant it was it was name dropped on this last episode of of, of the draft pod where uh, there was a tweet that was like it was like what are some songs that you consider perfect and and James referenced uh, uh, a me uh, mentioning uh, somebody that you, some uh, someone yeah. that I used to know but used to know yeah yeah one of them though that I put up there was uh, still tipping by Mike Jones featuring <laughs> Slim Thug and, and Paul Wall. So he comes out to that, and I was like, fuck yeah, this guy immediately my favorite fucking wrestler. And then he fucking goes in there and wrestles, and like, holy shit, like, clearly there's some Japanese influence on on the guy. You know, there's a lot of moves and stuff that he was hitting that, at least to me, some sort of Japanese mm-hmm. influence, uh, you know, put, puts on a hell of a fucking match with Myron Reed. He was wrestling Myron Reed, who, again, a great wrestler in his own, but the two put on a fucking banger of a match. Of course he wins. And, you know, afterwards, it's just like the place erupted when he won, you know, and it's just like it was such a badass presentation of, of, of himself, the character. You know, he looked the part. Um, it was awesome. And then like after and I had po- I was posting like videos and pictures of him where I'm just like, oh, my favorite wrestler. And he messages me afterwards where he's like, dude, he's like, I'm sponsored by Swisha House, which is like the, the label that puts out a lot of like that, like Southern fucking texas rap and i was just like okay favorite fucking rap favorite fucking <laughs> wrestler from now on because yeah um you like you and i were sort of talking about like there's um <clears throat> specifically with aew there's been this like big influx of rappers like wrestling is sort of starting to become fucking cool again and part yeah. of that is because of the influx of of musicians of, of rappers you know literally in this last week you've had fucking uh trina fabulous dj woo kid west side gun uh fucking yeah. action bronson like all Absolutely. involved you know with with aew yeah. and it's it's nothing familiar wdb's had it on their own you know they had the biggest artists in the fucking world and and bad yeah. honey like <laughs> yeah. you know showing up to uh you know to wrestlemania and the royal rumble and stuff like that but yeah. I, I love that. I love that we're at that point in wrestling because I, you know, I, I saw some video where like Waka Flocka Flame was like calling out, uh, you know, like a swerve in our glory and stuff like that. And the thing with wrestling is, and, and first off, the thing with wrestling fans is like they don't know, they don't know what like what's cool when it comes yeah. to music, you know? Yeah. And listen, I am, I am a wrestling fan myself. So I am throwing myself, you know, in there myself. But, like, wrestling fans don't know what's fucking cool. Right. You know, you just don't. And that's why it always, yeah. to me, it's it's always so cringy, you know, when they're just like, hey, so-and-so is coming in to, to do this. And they're just like, who? Who is this yeah. fucking person? You know, like, who is Kevin Gates and why is he attacking Tony Nese? Listen, you don't have to know who he is. Yeah. Because... What happens is my cousin's husband, who knows nothing about wrestling, comes up to me and says, dude, do you know Kevin Gates? 
and Westside Gunn <laughs> are sitting ringside at these AEW TV shows, and then he starts to fucking watch. You know, yeah. it's like it, it's helping everyone around because again, it's no wrestling. And it and it's cool because it's like these are fans coming to the product instead of the product going and finding random people. Like, you know, this isn't the publicity stunts like they used to have when it was like, you know, fucking Hoda from the Today Show coming <laughs> out there who doesn't care. Like, Bad Bunny was like, "Hey, I love this shit. I want to do this." I mean, honestly, like I think like Stephen Amell was probably the first person that was like, like. I want to do this. Like I'm fucking, I'm, I've been a fan and I've watched it all my life. Like, plus I can bring this extra thing. And it kind of has opened the door since then. Like, you know, since he went and fucking stardust at the time got together. So like, like that was, that's been the thing, but yeah, man, like the fact that, like you said, it's like, it's, and it's also like cool shit. Cause yeah, like I completely agree. Like there's like, there are so many people that are like, think like alter bridge is a good band that are wrestling fans. You know what I mean? And it's like, no, that's not, that's, that's not, that's not true. Little buddy. Like, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, like the fact that like, yeah, bad bunny fucking like action, action is the fucking man to me. And like he's showing up and yeah, West side going, Oh, so good. Yeah. And uh, you know, again, it's, it's one of those things where because, because rest, be, I don't want to just pick on wrestling fans, but again, it's just. But you like, like you said, we're one of them too. Like, you know what I mean? Like, because for so long, there's been no interaction. So you give, you give credence to thing that just because it's like, it's in your little thing that you love. You know what I mean? It's like, oh no, no, no. Fozzie. That's a, that's a good rock band. That's a good rock band. It's like, yeah. no, Fozzie's not a good band. <laughs> it's just because the, the guy that I watched for 20 years is the lead singer. <laughs> like that's, that's why I like it. And like, you know, like it's, it's like when you drafted with us, the, uh, the episode of like the crossover, like wrestlers in TV shows and like cameos and stuff like that. Like, like you would be like, oh my god, my my like I never watched this fucking show, but because there's this one episode that fucking Paul White was on, like I'm gonna watch this episode. Yeah, like it's fun because especially when it comes to like wrestlers, wrestlers and music. Like it, to me, there's you know, like you mentioned Fozzie, where mm-hmm. you know it's it is it is a it is an okay band that mm-hmm. happens to have fucking the ocho fucking chris jericho you know like as the lead yeah. singer so i'm probably gonna listen to it as opposed to you know uh god's hate or something where it's like no this is good fucking music and oh yeah, shit yeah. you know or yeah. something with like every time i die we're like no this is good music and also uh the one dude in the band yeah he's also a wrestler you know and listen yeah to each their own I'm sure there are mm-hmm. Fozzie fans out there who have been fucking diehard Fozzie fans since day one. They can yeah. tell you fucking every every fucking Fozzie song and you know things of that nature. But like, I think to when I was a kid, yeah, you, what the fuck did I love as a twelve year old more than anything in the world? Uh, wrestling and Three Six Mafia. <laughs> and so, do you know who was my favorite fucking wrestler at twelve years old? Mark Henry. Because I tuned into SmackDown one week and they said, here we here live from fucking Memphis, Tennessee, we have three six mafia out to perform. Fucking somebody's gonna get their ass kicked to yeah. you know for Mark Henry. And I was like, Holy shit, I love Mark Henry. He's my new favorite yeah. wrestler. And then it's like and like like Wale, like 
for the most part, I didn't really care about Wale. Like he wasn't really on my radar. But then like I heard the fucking bad guy thing on one of his uh, oh fuck, what are they called? EP mixtape. Yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, the mixtape. Uh, um, I heard that song and I was just like, holy shit! Now I, I got to give this guy a, a, an honest shake now. Like, so then I like now I fucking love Wale. Like, so it's like it does. There are some forgiveness factors that maybe you what you initially be like, no, I'm not gonna do that. But uh, yeah, man, I it it's also like a discovery. Even fucking Bad Bunny, I don't. Look, I am not Bad Bunny's target audience, but like because he fucking did that, like I downloaded the the one album like that had Booker T on it, and I was like, man, there's some fucking good songs on this, even though I don't know what the fuck he's saying because I don't like my my Spanish is like every third word I can pick up and I can kind of have a conversation with somebody, but that's about it. And I can be like, there's a lote in the kitchen. That's about the end of it. There's a lote in the kitchen. <laughs> hashtag uh, free will only. <laughs> yeah, uh, actually, no. Uh, but, uh, yeah, yeah, pretty well. Yeah, no, I, I 100% I get what you mean. Cause yeah, yeah, again, even listen, even you know, like going off Bad Bunny, like I talked about it when it was a thing because there again, there were so many people who were just upset, you know, and like it, it reminded mm-hmm. me there's like a, a clip from The Simpsons where you know, Abe Simpson, he's like, you know, I used to be down with it, then they changed what it was, and then you know, yes, like you yeah. know, because and it happens, trust me, I. I used to be Marty DeRosa's go-to reference for what the kids thought were cool. And then I wasn't because Cash Allen was then that kid. And it was just like, yeah. huh? It's like, well, why doesn't he, why doesn't Marty love me anymore? Why is he going to Cash? And it's like, no, you're 23. Like, you don't know what yeah. the kid, you're not a kid anymore. And it's just like, huh, I guess you're right, you know? And so that just happens. You know, it happens. Like, it's... It, that's just that's life but um again i think it's i just think it's a very fucking cool thing right now within within the world yeah. of wrestling you know it's like bringing in um all, all these outsiders because plus like i said they're like they're because they are fans they're they're putting on good fucking matches that are like you know passable for like okay wow that that's actually really good for the guy that's fucking his first match ever like you know what i mean yeah like again action Bronson, and you know to his credit fucking uh you know uh, 2.0 were there selling yeah. like a motherfucker for him and you know you had hook in there as well but he held his own like what yeah. what the what was it that they used to call bray wyatt like um i was like the engine of ferrari inside of like a a tank or something like that uh oh um uh, yeah something i know something like, i know what you're talking about but i'm trying to i I don't have it, the wording either. Yeah, like it's funny because the comparisons were already there because he they sort of look, you know, they sort of look alike. But yeah. even more so now, it's just like, no, Action Bronson is what Bray Wyatt should have been. You know, like mm-hmm. <laughs> he he fucking he 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 did he did well he did well enough to yeah. where it's like, listen, if you want to fucking bring him in again for like another match or two, you totally can't bring him in for some sort of six man tag team, and again. Yeah. <clears throat> You're going to have your people complain about what about this guy? What about that? What about, you know, what about the women? Like, there's always going to be a fucking complaint. Nobody, like, no one is going to get fucking. Listen, they're not going to complain about the women's division because it got fixed on Wednesday. Oh, no. Uh, Exactly. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about uh, about, uh, Grand Slam because I love, I I loved Grand Slam for the simple fact Mm -hmm. that it it, it reminded me of one of these old takeovers. Five Mm, matches. All great fucking matches. 
Um, yeah. Could have used uh, over the first three. Could have used different, uh, you know, endings as they also <laughs> endings. Made, yeah, sort of, you know. But regardless, <laughs> it was a fucking great show. But yeah, like you mentioned, yeah. have none of them seen the wrestler? Oh, you got the leg tonight. We won't work on the leg. Oh man. <laughs> uh, yeah but like you know like you alluded to uh Soraya Paige yeah. formerly known as Paige she's back and like good for her you know like she's yeah. someone who again at a very fucking young age got everything taken from her and like yeah you know a- according to her don't listen to the dirt she she's ready to go she's good to go so like awesome because again what when I got into like to women's wrestling to the extent that I mm-hmm. did, it was because of NXT. It was because, you know, her and Emelina, like they were putting on these fucking matches that like yeah. were they they were good matches. They weren't wrestling yeah. they weren't quote unquote wrestling like women. They were just wrestling, you know? Yeah. Um and she's been out of action for fucking, you know, what is something like six, seven years now? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, something along those lines, and you know, again, it was unfortunate what happened to her. But like, if by all accounts, you know, according to her, she's back, she's ready to fucking go, and like, hell yeah, man, you know, like let let's fucking do it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm I I'm so she's she is she's uh she was the person because again, I was probably around that same time when I got back into it, and like. You know, it was it wasn't long after. Like, I originally I remember hearing like people talking about Paige and NXT, and by that and that time I wasn't really paying attention to NXT at all. And then, uh, you know, once the network hit and all that kind of stuff. But by then she had, like did her debut, and I was like, okay, yeah, this girl can go. And then like I always say too, like, <clears throat> like I know like you shouldn't take it there, but like what makes her even more attractive is that she's fucking great at her job. Like, like the thing that she's supposed to do is fucking she's excellent at like to me that and I like you can say that with anybody like if they're like it just makes that person so much better like, okay, yeah, like, you know, Scrump's a good looking guy, but if he couldn't talk worth a shit like this would be a shitty podcast. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like you can do what you do. That makes you a fucking catch, my friend. So that's why like like Paige is like the like the best and like I I famously on the old Jabroni U show like that was like 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 I I was always bringing up Paige and how and everybody's like oh man you're really in love with this girl I was like I'm kind of yeah but <laughs> she's also really fucking good um and like I I'm 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 hooked like I'm I'm down to see what they have to do cuz man her her in that division is going to be fucking great yeah that's one of those things where like I'm sort of fucking just fed up and annoyed with the like constant like listen, Tony Khan is aware that like the, yeah. you know that like hey, the women's division needed a fucking shot in the arm, so what did he do? Took his four best wrestlers and Tony Storm, Athena, um, Serena Deeb, and Britt Baker and was like, You all right, I'm putting all the fucking focus on you guys. Yeah. And people are still like, oh fucking complaining, you know, it's like yeah. oh like there's no overnight fix. Yeah. If, if if what you want is okay, next like uh you know, if you just want them the way I look at it is sort of the way with like uh the, the difference between Marvel and DC. Marvel took a slower approach in building things and fleshed everything out, laid everything out so that they could, you know, 
hey, these are going to be, these are films 37, 38, and 39 that will come out this year and it'll be great. You'll fucking love it. Yeah. Warner Brothers is sort of just fucking, uh, you know, flipping a coin and like, uh, I don't know what, you know, trying to rush everything. And, you know, and, and the <laughs> lesson you should take from that is like, you know, again, you can't fucking rush everything. Like, yeah. you can you just throw these women in the main event and have more women's matches? And, and sure, you can, but like, Again, what it appears to me is right now they're trying to sort of establish as these are the four pillars of this of of this women's division. You know, yet Thunder yeah. Rosa is is out with an injury, and um, <laughs> again, they're just they're trying to figure it out. You know, like I just like relax. Just you don't have to fucking angrily tweet every single fucking time. You know that yeah. the, the women's matches aren't up to to your standard. And it, yeah, uh, you're perfectly fine. Oh, here they are in the 19, 915 death spot again. Yeah, you know, and it's <laughs> just like, just just relax, just take it easy. But yeah. I, I definitely think, you know, a, a step in the right direction with, with uh, Soraya, you know, yeah. uh, Paige now coming in because, yeah, like it's it's going to be interesting. Like I'm, you know, uh, uh, you had Chris Dan there sort of get injured and not sort of, she did get injured, you know, her getting injured yeah. and that sort of derail her momentum. <laughs> You know, <laughs> um, but I, I'm actually pretty excited to see what they do. It looks like Jamie Hayter is going to be the one to sort of just like, you know, yeah. step up as far as uh, the younger up and coming talent. So I'm yeah, excited. Which is good. She's I mean, I mean, you were there like Chicago was fucking behind her 100 percent. So they were uh, I mean, all out was they, everybody was going nuts for Hayter. So the, the one person I hope that sort of gets back into like the groove that they were in is Tay Conti because Tay was someone who she was really good. And then now she's yeah. sort of just been like relegated to, you know, uh, uh, Sammy's girlfriend. arm candy. S- yeah, Sammy's <laughs> wife. Yeah. 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 You know, she went from, from being Tay Conti to now you're just Sammy's wife. And, um, I, I would like it if, you know, they let her do a little bit more. Um, yeah. But again, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see where they go with that. Uh, or even like you know, <clears throat> that's fine, but like you know, keep the storyline. I think that that is one thing that I I would like to see, and it's always like, yeah, it's great, but like for the most part, like outside the two championship matches, like I don't care what time they're on, but like more storylines for women would, would for the women would be better too, and like like man, fucking push Jade to the moon, you know? Yeah, again, Jade is fucking killing it. Like that's one of those things yeah. where like you know she. I believe it's 36 or 37 and O that she is right mm-hmm. now. And uh, like, it's, it's almost like, you know what? If you don't have anyone, then don't even fucking worry. Like just let her keep running through people because again, she has, she has it all. You know, I, yeah. I, I, I was very skeptical of her at first because I was just like, Oh, come on. Like, you're putting her in a fucking position where she's gonna flop because she just doesn't have all the tools, you know? Like, don't do not do this to her, like, let her, and before I could even finish that sentence, she was fucking knocking out of the park, and I was just like, well, shit, yeah. never mind what I fucking said, like, <laughs> you know, like, let, let her yeah. fucking go out there and crush it, and yeah, I'm, I'm you know, uh, Trina, obviously, you know, she aligned with, with the baddies, I don't, I don't know how long term that is, but again, another pretty fucking cool thing because, yeah. uh, again, you had uh, Cardi B tweeting out like yeah. about Athena and like 
again, who is fucking one of the more popular fucking people out there right now? Cardi fucking B. Cardi B. And it's B. like, yeah. I know, I think WWE tried to get Cardi B for SummerSlam like last yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah. But I think she got pregnant. Like, so. Uh, I think that was that was the situation there. Yeah. So if you know if, if Uncle Tony can beat them to the punch yeah. as far as that goes, like that'll be pretty fucking cool. Because and you know I I you know one thing I was thinking about too, like just you know you know fantasy booking in my head, like <clears throat> you know obviously a lot of the talks are too like what what's going to happen with Sasha, all that kind of stuff. Like here's here's how I want them them to treat Sasha. She needs to come in like Jericho came in against The Rock. And I think Jericho should be the one in the ring. She comes in and interrupts the biggest fucking name they have to be like, I'm the fucking, I'm the boss and I'm fucking here. That's how that needs to happen. Because, and then like that would totally like be like, okay, yeah, now it's time to really take this shit seriously. Wait, uh, Sasha coming into AEW. Dude, if so, I hope she does. Like, yeah, <clears throat> you know, there's the rumors, of course, of like, um, yeah, she's very well. She won't, won't she? But if they do, I'm just saying that's how that needs to happen. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, like to yeah. have listen to have her and Paige show up. Yeah. I mean, even because like, because right now I feel like you know there's very like it's very like men's division and then women underneath it. Like you have her come out and interrupt fucking Chris Jericho or me, who, maybe even the fucking whoever the champion is at the Sasha time. Sasha like, versus Knox. Like, well, oh well, yeah. Well, actually, you know what would be great if by that time, like if MJF, like could you imagine MJF out there fucking giving hit and then she comes out and interrupts him like that puts that fucking division neck and neck with them because she can hold her own. Uh, I, I would think with MJF and uh, like that would be fucking amazing. Like comes out there and like, you know, he, he could even do something similar where it's just like, you know, it doesn't matter what your name is, but like uh, <clears throat> just that the him coming out and interrupting the biggest name or her coming out and interrupting the biggest name you have is what needs to happen. I want to be, the AEW men's <laughs> world champion. Yeah, exactly. No, that that would be fucking. That would be. I mean, again, it'd be pretty awesome. And um, again, we're in this like weird place right now where <clears throat> people are people are leaving. People are you know, it, it's mm-hmm. doors going both ways between both companies and stuff like yeah. that. And and I think where where AEW has the advantages. They are sort of in a point where it's like, okay, A, B, and C are gone, maybe. Um, yeah. Leaving, requesting releases. <laughs> well, you know, now you have these other people who are going to step up. And yeah. and again, it's, it's, it's easier said than done to like, hey, we're going to try and make so-and-so start. But again, look at, what was it, two weeks ago in Buffalo, Daniel Garcia made him into a fucking star you know they yeah. they gave him the special entrance he had the fucking killer match with yuda wins the belt oh my god looks like a fucking million bucks and it's always just about capitalizing on, on, on those sorts yeah. of things you know which yeah that's 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 one thing i i feel like they do, they do a really good job of making the moments but the, the follow-up is always usually kind of like oh yeah what happened to him <laughs> exactly which is why i'm 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 confident that you know again they'll be fine because again yeah they've got they've they've got Mox they've got Brian they got Adam mm-hmm. Cole who you know uh, <clears throat> by all accounts they didn't uh, you know they didn't want to follow Bobby Fish so 
Yeah. You know, that's pretty cool. Um, and again, they're make again, like we mentioned, they're making stars. You had fucking mm-hmm. a killer tag match again this week. And I mean, obviously if you, if you look at the title of, of this week's episode, you, you, you can tell yeah. what, what my favorite match on that card was, but like how fucking awesome for, for Anthony Bowens and Max Caster. Like, again, we were both there. We were both at that yeah. fucking show, you know, and fuck to me that was the one match that i was just like oh okay maybe i'll you know i'll use this as the bathroom break <laughs> fucking no. my favorite match on the card favorite yeah. fucking match i was you know like i i had a pretty good feeling um that they weren't going to win the titles you know uh yeah and even then i was just like no like wait like what yeah. Are they gonna? Just, are they gonna fucking just make call the call in the ref's ear? Just tell him. Yeah, just tell him exactly. But uh, <laughs> I, you know, I thought that was so fucking awesome because first off, again, these guys have become fucking huge. Um, mm-hmm. Also, if you wanna, you, you can if you go on prowrestlingtees.com right now and or shop AEW, you can actually order yourself an acclaimed uh, jersey. Um, that I, I'm not a jersey guy, but I'm probably gonna get one of those. Um, what kind of uh, jersey? uh football jersey no basketball jersey oh, basketball okay <laughs> uh yeah right i was like actually soccer jersey you're like little known fact uh huge soccer fans uh the acclaimed <laughs> you know but yeah. again these are two guys who were who tony was like i think you two will be good together put them together and again have been have been killing it have they you know mm-hmm. they've been doing their thing they've been getting good at it you know it it, it sort of very it was at least to me very reminiscent of like very early on in NXT when when you'd have uh, Enzo and Big Cass you know and they had their whole you know their mm. their whole spiel wasn't necessarily down and then just one week it was like one week they fucking came in and had all the pieces of the puzzle together and that's yeah. very much you know one thing that I like I'm always seeing on TikTok is like uh, compilations of of like Max Caster raps you know. And like, it's it's like, man, these are these are pretty fucking good. These are pretty fun, <laughs> and um, you know, to me, Swerve is going to be a fucking huge star. Like he is just someone who, yeah. Um, you know, I I listen to him. I've listened to him on on a few other podcasts. I've listened to his podcast as well a few times. Like he is just someone who gets it very much. How we were yeah. saying about like, you know, you have to appeal to. You start to branch off and appeal to everyone. He is way ahead of that. You know, he is, yeah. uh, you know, he is making himself known everywhere. And again, he and Keith, it looks like eventually they will be having a match. And I am pretty sure they're going to fucking tear the house down when they do. Yeah. But like, you know, as much credit to the acclaim as like, you know, uh, Swerve and, and, and Lee as well, like two very fucking solid dudes that I hope. Mm-hmm. You know, once I don't know if I don't know if there'll be a third match, maybe, you know, but uh, after that and, and after their eventual feud, I will be very interested to see where those two dudes go, because, again, like. I'm I'm as far as like the AEW main event scene goes now, mm-hmm. you know, it's like I don't need to see I don't need to see any more of uh, Jericho or. You know, I mean, yeah. and it looks like it looks like MJF is probably going to be the next one to, to get the belt, and that yeah. and good. After that, I don't want to see any more Mox or Hangman yeah. or Kenny or Jericho. Yeah. Well, it's it's like you know Nate Milton uh, famously says the uh, 
and AEW main event scene looks looks like a paper plate full of rice in a snowstorm. So, uh, you know, it's it, it could use it could use Swerve and Keith Lee up there. I mean, dude, Ricky Starks and Hobbs as well. Like these are two yeah. dudes who you know coming out of that feud. It's like throw throw them throw them in the main event mix. Like Ricky Starks, especially you know, like he's someone who fuck like everything you want in a wrestler. Here you go on a fucking mm-hmm. silver platter. You know, uh, of course, selfishly, I'm someone who I am always going to be like Brody King, make him champ, Brody King, yeah. Brody King. Yeah. You know, but I am sort of excited because like. You know, as, as far as like the, the 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 four pillars of AEW go, you know, like you have Jungle Boy, you have Jungle Boy Jack Perry, you know, yeah. not no longer just Jungle Boy, Jungle <clears throat> Boy Jack Perry now doing his own thing. Like Sammy, uh, to me, Sammy and Darby are, are, are sort of a place where like they're fine where they're at, but like I don't I don't know what they need to do to sort of like level up. If that makes any sense, yeah, you know, yeah. like go for that the, the TNT title like I just right now I view them as like upper mid card as opposed to like MJF who I feel is fully transitioned and, and you know into yeah. you know the, the the main event guy and I feel again like Ricky Starks is sort of up there again Will Hobbs is getting there and you know Swerve and Lee just let let them give them the ball and they will fucking get themselves there but like yeah. uh just Again, as much as everyone's complaining about like so and so's leaving, so and so might not come back, so and so suspended, it's like it's fine. It's yeah. fine. They will make do and like again, I Yeah, this is where this is where though this is where the people like I mean it could be it could be a Derby thing where it's like I mean look at a couple years ago with Kofi, like the whole shit happened because uh uh it was Brian that got hurt, right? Ali. Or Ali, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it. And uh yeah, and like, you know, he was riding hot, and then all of a sudden he comes in. It's like, oh, okay, we can get behind Kofi too. And then all of a sudden, boom! Like that's all it takes is for like somebody. <laughs> hey, you know, the old man was right. You just got to <gasps> grab that brass ring. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and again, these millennials, you know. <laughs> yeah, Cla- Claudio, another dude who's sort of just been yeah. you know relieved of his is uh, of the Ring of Honor title, like. Yeah. I, I mean, w- maybe yeah, maybe that's that's a good thing. I am salivating at the thought of like a fucking swerve or not not swerve, uh, you know, Keith Lee Claudio match. Like these two fucking yeah. big boys are honestly fucking throw because essentially like, like the problem is without like the TV distribution or anything like that. It's like what what is that ROH title except a prop right now? Like that's you know I I. Like what? I don't even like. It's it doesn't even. I don't know if it's a division within AEW. It's just strange. Like where where of the importance level does it stand? No, a hundred percent. And I have seen some people say like, uh, you know, with uh, with Jericho getting the belt, yeah, that the odds of like, oh, maybe they got a maybe a TV deal is coming because again, if you are getting a television or streaming deal, yeah, you want that guy. You want the you know you yeah. want like a him or a fucking Daniel Bryan Brian Danielson, you know, yeah. a, as the face of of that because you need to know you know you need to have your notable names to uh, you know. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. I know who a uh, you know a Dalton Castle is. Yeah, you're <laughs> you know you're filthy casual. No idea, yeah. but. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see where they go with that. Uh, one one other like little mystery that I've seen sort of like going around is, and I don't know how closely you're following it, but it's like the 
Bray Wyatt coming back. The, like the, the QR whole, code. The whole QR code white rabbit. Like how yeah. how wrapped up are you in that? Uh not really. I'm just uh I mean, I hear about it like you know, John and Way give you the once over on on Raw after Raw and SmackDown, and that's kind of like that's all. I'm I'm not like super like I'm not like, honestly. It's because I mean I think it's awesome. I think it, it's awesome because there are those people that really care, and like it, it's much like you know it it pays off for the people who are not just the casual fan, like the people that are paying attention, and like and that's what WWE's been missing for a long time. It's been like it didn't have the balance. It's just like, we only care what the casual fan is thinking. It's like, no, well you, by doing that, you're also losing all the regular viewers that you have. Your base is going away. You need to find the balance in between the two. And I think this is like rewarding for people like us that, you know, have have been watching wrestling for, you know, ever. And then like, again, like it could be one of those things where it's like, Hey, I heard some weird thing about like, there's some QR code like, you know, I maybe maybe these rumors are getting out there. But like, uh, yeah, I think it's I think it's pretty cool. The 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 bread comes and everything. So, yeah, I I've lost faith in in the Bray Wyatt character. Mm-hmm. <sighs> like when they had him lose to Cena, you know, like it was it was one of those <laughs> where, listen, like I remember I think like one of my favorite matches was um the Wyatts versus the Shield. Like to me, that should yeah. have been at Mania instead of like the pay per view before. Yeah. Um, but Bray Wyatt was a character that they have consistently dropped the ball with, yeah, time and time again. And you know whether you know it's depending on who you choose to believe. You know it's either he's uh you know difficult or you know they don't know what the fuck they're doing with him. And again. I th- yeah, and I think like I liked I, I like I'm going into this thing like I, I think it may have been Marty and Sarah, but I don't remember. I remember somebody talking about Triple H like like he's being a smart captain of a ship where like you know you can't just do a U turn with a ship like you have to like slowly turn it. You know what I mean? Like and that's what he's doing. He's slowly taking it the way it needs to go. And I think and i i don't know it could it could just be the only it could just be it could just be bray wyatt who knows but to me it seems like because there were cool things that i feel like it's it was like it was there but then it was also like the governor was put on him like well we can't well, you're not gonna do that you know what i mean like we have this idea instead and it's like oh okay so i don't know like i maybe with like him having more creative license is a good thing or maybe it's going to be fucking horrible and that's that could be the worst thing i guess we'll find out if if this is truly bray wyatt though yeah like i i can't imagine it's anybody else yeah but him <laughs> like again yeah. we, it, it's sort of there are very few there are very few spooky boys out there who yeah, this could yeah. be, and there's also very few people again that they're just there can be based on mm-hmm. like who's left, who is out there, you know. Yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting, and yeah, like again, WWE, like they, like we talked about it. I mean, I've been talking about the last few weeks. Where it's like I'm, I'm still not there at the point where yeah. like I give a fuck watching. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I yeah. again, I will gladly put I'm, John and Way to yeah. talk to me about it. Yeah, that yeah, and I, but I do find it interesting. There's all this stuff like I've seen where, because I'm I'm not watching weekly either, but like, 
you know, it, like that was in the background. And there's been a lot of things going on, like the background. So there, there are things like there's definitely like the creative has been a little bit different. There was, I guess, the one week it was uh, Nikki Ash and uh, Piper, uh, with whatever uh, her, yeah, Piper Niven. I don't know how, what they yeah, call her. I. Oh, that's gonna a, bug a me. Do drop. Yeah, do drop, do drop. Yeah, I guess they were like having it out in the background, and like she threw her mask as like you know as they were following somebody else with the camera. So there are like, you know, there like these breadcrumbs are everywhere, and I think that's a good thing that it's not just like you you know you're you're rewarding the people that pay attention, and it's not just fucking like and it's not just like Michael Cole like oh my god did you see that did everybody see what happened. Can you believe that she just threw her mask at him? Even though it was dead center of the screen, did everybody see that? <laughs> like that's Fucking Mike Michael Cole, who I like, is constantly just dropping all these indie references. <laughs> yes, Michael yes, Cole, who, I, who just discovered fucking uh, IWTV. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> I will say like I the what was the last whatever their fucking last event was like like watching that was just like. It was like it was like you could just tell like oh my god like this is Michael Cole like from that UK show that we all fucking were like where'd this guy come from mm-hmm. <laughs> no yeah yeah like hearing like he's dropping fucking weird ass indie promotions and like oh these these two fought in PWG or whatever it was yeah like it's again it it, it it's fun to just <clears throat> do that make it different like yeah. I like I remember I would always fucking talk about like obviously before triple h took over but like i remember where it was like why like why can't you just let him book a smackdown for two months Mm -hmm. uh, the way he he would use to book the fucking like nxt you know and i think this was even before like aew was a thing but i remember it was like just just let him do it just Mm -hmm. let him book like what's gonna happen you know your ratings are gonna be consistent no matter what worst case scenario they go up yeah, you you're already make you have all this money. You're making this money already. Like, yeah, and, and that's and I mean I know what it was. It was a fucking psychopath, like you know that needed to have full control of every little <laughs> yeah. fucking tiny minuscule detail about. And okay, yeah. it's his company, so whatever, I get it. But um, I'm definitely I, like, I'm interested. I do got to say too, one thing that I I will stop on when I'm flipping through Instagram is anything that has to do with the blood run right now the the bloodline and sammy is like it's so fucking funny like i fucking love it i cannot wait for this thing to like fully flush out but Dude, yeah like, i just i don't care for roman reigns like there, uh, I, I i'm i've tried yeah. i just don't there's nothing interesting about him to me and like and, and, well i mean you may not find like what that this is, but like this is all like Sammy and the Usos and that no, was and I solo get, like and, yeah no and I get like, like I you know cause yeah. again like I I listen to John and them talk about it and like I'll watch yeah. clips and stuff from that but it's like I don't think I don't think he's a good promo I don't think he's a good wrestler like I don't <laughs> like that he's holding these belts hostage like I have I have tried to like Roman Reigns for as mm-hmm. much as. The, the entire time they tried to make me like Roman Reigns, I tried to like him, couldn't. And I, I, to me, it's very much to me. It's sort of the Dolph Ziggler effect in that they ruined Dolph Ziggler for me. So yeah. there was never anything they could have done to make me look at him like a legitimate main eventer. 
And with Roman at the moment, like, they just shoved him. They tried to shove him down my throat so much that even now when he's, you know, by all accounts doing something that's, like, really fucking awesome, like, I just, I get no enjoyment out of it. Still can't get it, huh? And and I try. Like, I I fucking try. Like, what was it? It was, like, his... like I'll try to watch some of his like bigger matches. Like there was like the uh, the one that he had where Brock, where like the ring was being torn apart and stuff. And I was like, this is yeah. fucking dumb. Like I <laughs> the SummerSlam. Yeah, where I was yeah. just like, uh, I get it. Every match can't be fucking you know uh, Okada versus Kenny at the fucking you yeah. know. Yeah. See that? Yeah, that that's the problem with me. It's like I because I actually I I fell asleep. like I woke up the next day to to all that shit of like the fucking tractor that pushed over the ring and all that kind of stuff. Cause I had no idea. Cause I did too. Like, I, I'm just so sick of seeing that match. Like I, like I was like, yeah, I'm going to bed. I know, I know Roman's coming away with the belts anyway, so it doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, like, I, I, I completely feel the same way, especially with Brock. Like I, hopefully we, we start seeing some new contenders for him. So the one thing with Brock is like, I don't mind him. I just wish that, like... Oh, I don't he, mind either one, but it's together. Oh, 100%. I, I wish yeah. that Brock Lesnar would just go back and wrestle. He, like, when he yeah. first came back, like, he was he was wrestling. Yeah. You know? He he was mixing in his UFC shit, but he was wrestling. Like, I was there live for his first match back, where it was him and Cena at Extreme Rules. Yeah. To this day, one of my fucking more favorite matches. You know, like, his match with CM Punk, his match with Daniel Bryan, his match with AJ, like... Do those wrestle like as opposed yeah. to just I'm gonna like coming in and just like uh. dude his match with Finn like that's the thing like he he has great matches like when uh, with 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 every like with all these wrestlers you know like he he can have these because what he doesn't want is he well I mean he is the matches with Roman are are, are fine they're 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 you know they're just they're they're great you know what i mean like it's just like eh okay that's what it is i enjoy this this sandwich that i've been fed eight times but it's it still gets me by um but like yeah with aj with finn with you know all those guys like he what he's not doing is with any of them there's no threat of that person being the next monster Mm -hmm. which is what he will not do that's why I never put Braun over. It's like, you think I'm going to make you the guy? No, I'm fuck that. I'm Brock Lesnar. And until I've fucking done being Brock Lesnar, I'm going to continue to be Brock Lesnar. <laughs> so like, but like those guys, like he's like, yeah, you, you're not going after my shtick. So if they keep him in that lane of like going like wrestling wrestlers, absolutely. I completely agree with that. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what this year's WrestleMania looks like because yeah. Again, like I know everyone's like Rock and fucking Roman. It's like sure, just get them out of yeah. my way. Like I, uh, I missed out on the Attitude Era. So to me, Stone Cold is just a <laughs> podcaster, and The Rock is just the part timer. <laughs> he's just, just, just the guy from that Brandon Fraser movie. Yeah, he, he yeah he's the guy he's the guy from from the, yeah from that one Brendan Fraser movie, you know, and very much fit into the category of. <clears throat> <laughs> I understand why people are a fan of them. Mm-hmm. I understand why they mean so much to people. Yeah, could not give a fuck. I I <laughs> I've watched Stone Cold versus Bret Hart, mm-hmm. and I've watched 
uh, rock versus punk. That's oh, okay. it. Like I just I don't care. And like people are, Ugh. I'm like, listen, I get it. I know. I, I I hear what you're saying. I I understand. I the I've watched. You know, it's the same thing with like Ric Flair. Mm-hmm. I don't want to watch a Ric Flair match. I get it. I know. I I, I yeah. hear you. I I understand perfectly the impact he's had in, within this industry. Don't give a fuck. It I would yeah. it would literally be torture to make me have to watch, you know, a match of his. Um, yeah. And, and I remember that like when we were kid, my brother, and I would joke about that because we were always just like. Like, you know, like, oh man, he's the great, like when we're, you know, like, oh, Ric Flair, he's just, cause that's all you ever heard. All the magazines is like Ric Flair. And I was like, this guy's old as fuck. Like what, what? Like, and this was like 1990. Like, oh, you know, his blonde hair is like, his hair is white. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> like, he's an old fucking man. <laughs> and then like seeing it, like much like Dolph Ziggler, look, I can only see this fucking man cry so many times before I, uh, had to stop taking him seriously at all so and he that's just what he was for fucking 10 years on wwe tv was some blubbering idiot like oh my my ashley <laughs> my daughter <laughs> i love my daughter charlotte Woo! <laughs> yeah um yeah again i don't know it'll be interesting to see like i don't plus there are rumors that he still owes some people a lot of money so you know that's what i hear yeah. Um, so yeah, speaking of Ring of Honor, I hear he owes some people some money still. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And again, I don't. I don't know what it'll take for me to actually go to a, to another WrestleMania. Um, mm-hmm. As again, last time I went, I was just so burned out, so put off that I'm like, ugh, mm-hmm. I don't. <coughs> I don't anticipate ever going back to one. But I mean, hey, hey who yeah. knows? Um, I don't know. I maybe. May, Maybe I get that. Maybe, listen, maybe Kenny and the Bucks do show up, and I could see them versus, uh, <laughs> you know, them versus the blood bloodline. Line. Yeah, them versus the bloodline. <laughs> fucking night one. Uh, them and Cody versus the bloodline. There you go. I'm fucking. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm, I'm calling it now. Um, yeah. You know, originally, I did intend to talk some Halloween stuff as uh, yeah. You know, we'll, we'll be entering the month of uh, October, but uh, you know, we've been talking for a while now, so maybe I'll just save it for 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 next week as uh you know we'll be entering the month of october Uh, are you a big halloween guy yes 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 i am um in fact you know you and any of your listeners want to come down uh, october 15th uh the james james from the draft pod will be hosting a halloween party so just you know let me know and we'll we'll get you the address october 15th (laughs) Well, one, that's my brother's birthday, but fuck him. Oh. He's, I'm kidding, Eric. I think he listens. I'm <laughs> kidding, Eric. I love you. Um, I love you, but I'm going to be in Florida for your birthday. <laughs> well, the next well, the, the week, the following week, I will actually be in um, Seattle. I'm going to go get uh, Eddie oh. Guerrero's boots tattooed on me. Really? Yeah. A uh, buddy of mine, uh, Chris. Why in Seattle? <laughs> so a buddy of mine, Chris, he, he, uh, you, you, you He's a uh, he's a, a, a famous tattoo artist. Uh, yeah. he, he he goes by the name Data, um, Christopher Aylan. Yeah. Uh, he he's he's tattooed with like the the wrestle tattoo guys. He he tattoo mm-hmm. he's ta- he he tattoos Brody King a lot. Like he okay. he uh, he did the Here Lies uh, Brody King or Darby Allen tattoo for him recently when when he was feuding with um, uh, Darby Allen. Yeah, I mean he's still feuding with Darby Allen, uh, but he's just—he's one of these dudes. He's fucking—I I love his work. I—I've I've always wanted to get tattooed by him, 
And mm-hmm. um, he and his wife actually just opened up uh, a while back. Uh, you know, it's uh-huh. been open for a few months now. It's called the Rose Room. Um, you know, their own tattoo shop out there. And, you know, again, it's I've been I've been going through it this year. And, and the one yeah. thing that I've um, just been spending my money on is going to get tattooed. And uh, I was like looking at like I always get emails from like Chase, like because uh, the credit card I have gives me a bunch of miles. And, they're, and I was like, hey. I think I'm going to book a, I, I think I'm going to go there. Like I just, I hit him up. I was like, Hey, I was like, when, when could you tattoo me? And he was like, well, uh, like when would you want to come? And so we sort of, we arranged something. Yeah. So I'm going to be down in Seattle. If, if any, I don't know if we have any Seattle listeners. Uh, if, if we do though, let me know. Um, you know, you guys yeah. can show me around maybe or something like that, but I'll be down there. Yeah. That weekend I leave from the 21st to the 23rd. Um, but and then I mentioned my friend and I, my friend Daisy and I, we were trying to go down to, to Los Angeles to visit my buddy Lewis. That next week, I may we may be in Los Angeles, um, but if we're not, I may take you up in this Halloween uh, on this Halloween party <laughs> and just like or fuck it, hell yeah, back to back, fucking Florida, Seattle, and then fucking L.A. baby, LA. The, the, <laughs> the the big three, um, exactly. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll fucking maybe I'll get cash and, and bring them down with me. <laughs> guys can think of a nice like pair up costume like the two of you could come like dress together although that that boy might have another homecoming you know he just had his first one of his first homecoming dances this weekend so <sighs> boys growing up before our eyes listen that's what i just kept I know. that's what i kept saying about juan the entire time i was with them you know and like uh <laughs> that's what i was saying we're like i you know uh drunk juan he just he kept thanking me for coming to his party and i was like hey listen uh Last year, I was in a very much in the same position where there was two par- there was two birthday parties that I could mm-hmm. go to. One was Swans, and the others was uh, the Devils. And oh, okay. I turned the Devils down because I was like, "Well, I just met her." I was like, "And worst case scenario, Juan will be Juan will still be here a year later." And uh, <laughs> listen, a year later. And Juan never broke my heart, so you know cle- clearly made the long term, the, the the long the the right investment yeah. long term. Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't. I wind up not doing much for Halloween myself anyway, so it might actually benefit me to um, come down and, and do the Halloween party. I guess we can talk more about this off air, but um, yeah. <laughs> no, this, the listeners love this. <laughs> listen, if any of the listeners want to come with me, uh, they're just like, why didn't you guys talk more about this? Like. Well, we all watch AEW. Let's talk more about Halloween parties. You may or may not be going to. <laughs> listen, listen, all I know is if if anyone wants to come, I'm throwing out personal invite to Clifford Frazier, Jesse Kohlenberg, Joshua Davis, Neil Flanagan, Jonathan Mayer, Hot Topic Joe, Ryan Crossley, Vivian, Anthony Torres, My Godfather Jesus, Shout out Jesus. Shout out Jesus. Jesus, that guy is always him and Lucy, him and his wife Lucy, uh, constantly just fucking road trips everywhere. And I'm like, fuck yeah. yeah. I'm like, they're they're living it. Bring up. them to Tampa. Come on. You hear that, Jesus? Me, you, and Lucy, we're going <laughs> to Tampa. Uh B. Dornick, Steve Feast, Rachel Sayarto, uh, Drew Keisler. Um, oh, it's his birthday today. And uh, yeah. of course, uh, Jacob Taus, uh, who won fucking tickets to go see the Smashing Pumpkins. Nice. Yeah. Very I was I was everyone was at the shop trying to win tickets to go see fucking 
old Billy Corgan, you know. Yeah. He's all, oh, the world is a vampire. Why didn't Tony use 1979 instead of fucking <laughs> Where's My Mind? You know. <laughs> uh but yeah uh thank you again drew for hopping on again i'm still finalizing the uh the october what's your favorite horror movie um the 78 halloween okay well i've I've never reviewed that so if you want to fucking review that one then fucking really yeah wow okay well there you guys go then like you and brady would have uh, Braden would have covered that. I think they covered it on their podcast. So, yeah. uh, listen, as a quick preview, we're getting, you're getting, uh, you know, for this month. <laughs> you know what? I'm also going to try. So, I, um, you, but, you should make, you know, it'd be really funny. Just be. Just because, like, you should find out, like, like, okay, my my favorite movie is Halloween. You should make me like watch the the, the zo- Rob Zombie Halloween, and then like West the 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 twenty twenty two or twenty twenty one Texas Chainsaw Massacre, <laughs> like, just the the versions that they people don't like. Like, we're gonna watch this one. <laughs> See, I like the Rob Zombie Halloween, the yeah. first the first one at least. I don't. We can we can get into it one more review. I'll uh. I'll go over why I don't like it. Well, there you go. So, so that's uh, a that's a that's a uh, reason to you know become a patron to find out why I don't like the <laughs> Rob Zombie Halloween. <laughs> so we'll be doing Texas Chains, which I I'm, I'm, I'm I gotta tell Wes he's doing it. Which I mean, it's Wes. Yeah. He he'll do it. I, I I can't imagine a scenario and he's like, I'm not doing this fucking stupid movie with you. And I'm like, yeah, yeah you're right. Uh, Texas Chainsaw, uh, the the original Halloween. I always talk about how uh, Jesus introduced me to the Blair Witch Project, so I'm going to see oh, okay. if I can get Jesus, my Godfather Jesus, to to come in and uh, review the, the Blair Witch Project with me. I don't know, but again, I, for the uh, ten dollar and up members, uh, myself and Vivian will be putting out episodes of a Scrum's Detective Agency. Again, we're doing Golden State Killer and Jeffrey Dahmer. Because um, there's that new Jeffrey Dahmer uh, Netflix doc, not, Netflix, Netflix yep. show, right? Movie, it's the show. Movie. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Evan Peters is in it. You know, uh, he's always playing some sort of fucked up serial killer. So yeah, uh, <laughs> I'll probably wind up watching that for the sake of I. I like Evan Peters. Uh, yeah. So uh, you know, before we get out of here, though, Drew, uh, if people want to hear some more from you, uh, where can they head over? Oh, that's easy. The Draft Podcast. Every Tuesday at 11 a.m., our show drops on iTunes, Spotify, all those places that those weirdos that have droids get their podcasts. <laughs> I'm sure that's on there. Yeah, if I have a um, Samsung, yeah. where do I? Where can I listen to you guys? <laughs> uh, I always tell people that so the best way if you have like a Samsung or a Motorola is just run that over with your car and then go get a new <laughs> uh, uh, iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> Because the app comes with it. And guess what? You don't have to download some third-party app just to send a fucking HD video to your friend. You know? <laughs> like, it's it's real nice. You know, I can send a video to Scrump that's three minutes long, and it's not the size of a fucking pinhole when he goes to open it up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, it works good on WhatsApp. Who cares? It works great on iMessage. It's fucking there. Fucking, uh yeah, but I can't get apps. The other people, I can't do that. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, this is this is an Apple family here. <laughs> it's Jabroni. You is an Apple family, except for Daniel. Uh, that guy. 
Why are you on? Hey, speaking of Daniel, he will be on this week's episode of the Draft Podcast. We will be drafting our favorite It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia episode. So if that's oh, intriguing fuck. to you, come on over this Tuesday. Uh, uh, give me a follow, X Mr. Sparkle X on uh, Instagram, and you can find all the shows through there. So at the draft underscore official on Instagram. I'm gonna tell pod underscore official. I'm gonna tell Juan to listen to that episode. He is the biggest It's Always Sunny fan. Which yeah. who isn't? Good. We'll we'll see how we align, you know. <laughs> All right, you guys. Well uh well thank you for listening. Thank you for, for coming in, Drew. And uh for the PWT cast this week, I've been Scrump. I've been Drew. And this is a friend of the show, Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega here, friend of the show. We've run out of things to say here at the PWT cast. And so I must bid you adieu. Goodbye. And good night. Bang, bang.